This is the Farmington Feed, bringing you information from the city of Farmington. Welcome back to another episode of Farmington Feed. I'm Lauren Siebenaller, the city's communication specialist. Today, I'm sitting down with Josh Solinger to talk about Farmington Liquors and the fun stuff that they have going on this month. Thank you for joining us today, Josh. Thank you for having me. How are things going at the liquor stores so far this year? Uh, things are going great at the liquor store so far. Uh, the day I started is the day we opened the new store. So my reference point is there. Uh, but everything's going great. The Pilot Knob store, we're working on cleaning that up inside, making it a more shoppable store. And the downtown store is just continuing to improve. And the numbers are strong at both stores. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Yeah, big time. So how is hiring going? Are you still looking to like fill any positions? Yeah, yeah. We, we've got pretty much a perpetual open position for the part-time. And we rely on our part-timers quite a bit. So there's a lot of schedule holes that we need to fill. Sure. So we're hopefully getting a few new candidates in this month, uh, some people that can really help the team out. Um, but yeah, we're always looking for some more people to add to the team. I also want to make sure that we're conscious of not burning out our great part-timers that we already have. So sure. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, it's a, it's a balancing act, but we're always looking for good people. That's great. Yeah. What is like a typical shift for a part-timer look like? Uh, well, we have basically two shifts every day other than Sunday. It's just a single shift. Uh, but most of our part-time employees either work 10 to 4, 10 to 3, or 4 to close, which is 10 or 10. 9 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. Yeah. And we can also be uh, flexible with people's schedules, too. I understand that you know, people have other jobs, people have family responsibilities, and the last thing I want to do is having your part-time job impede on your daily life. So right. we try to be as flexible as we possibly can and uh, make sure that you're happy there. Yeah, it seems like staff really love their jobs there. I think so too. I, it's, I think that it's mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> you mostly love yeah. it? <laughs> no, it's mostly me that they love about working oh. there. Yeah. <laughs> but but we, uh, I like to keep a laid back atmosphere. You know, it doesn't take much effort or it doesn't take that long to realize what my expectations are. Yeah. Um, I just want a clean and organized store and I want uh, the customers to have a good experience. And mm-hmm. that's basically it. Everything else kind of falls in line behind that. But it's a fun, upbeat place to work. It's yeah, fun. that's yeah. great. Yeah. Seems like you guys have a lot of fun on social media and stuff too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's one of the things that is really important to me in a workspace. Like it's got to be fun. If you right. don't enjoy going into work, it's going to be a really long day. Uh, so I keep it light. I have fun with the crew and they have fun with me. Awesome. Yeah. So you joined the team in August mm-hmm. of last year, right when the new store was opening. Mm-hmm. What's one thing that you've learned about like this industry since you've been here? Oh, just one thing. Or a couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, every single day I learn something new about the products and kind of the waves uh, that the products go in. So there's certain times of the year where we sell a ton of wine and other times of the year we don't sell any wine. It's kind of learning to work with those waves um, is one thing that's really been interesting. But I came from a retail setting before, so I was used to that, and I just had to adapt my skill set and my knowledge to the liquor stores. So kind of going off of that in the waves of different products and stuff, what's like the wave that's going to be for summer? You know, what's coming up? What should we be watching for? Yeah, uh, industry forecasts uh, have been 
correct so far that once you get into the summer months, beer is solid all year long, but it's really crazy in the summertime. But the next big wave is going to be the ready-to-drink beverages like the canned vodka mules, things like that. That's big, and a lot of companies are really getting into that. That's kind of like what seltzers were a couple of years ago, how there was Truly and White Claw, and then now there's 40 different types in our store alone. Yeah, it's That's what RTDs are going to be. High noons have been kind of the standard. They were the first ones to really break into that market. Um, and there's a couple of really cool ones that are coming out now uh, that I think are going to start to bite into that a little bit. There's Monaco's. There's a full variety. And they were in the Chicago market and did really well there. So they've slowly been expanding out. They just hit our market maybe a month and a half, two months ago. And we brought them in and they've been moving like crazy. And in four packs and individual cans, like they're wonderful. People love them and they keep coming back for them. So during the month of April, Farmington Liquors is doing a fundraiser for the Rambling River Center. They are in need of a new 12-passenger van for trips, tours, and senior outings. Josh, can you tell us a little bit about the various ways that people can donate to this cause at the liquor stores? Yeah, definitely. So uh, throughout the month, we're going to be asking our customers if they want to round up. Uh, At the register, they can also choose to donate whatever amount they'd like. And we've had a couple of really generous customers that have just said, yeah, here, add another $10, add another $925. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's that's two of the big ways we're doing it. Another way... um, that I thought of was doing a silent auction in the store. Um, because it's a big ask, we want to help them get a van. I mean, that's right. I How much th- is that van? Do you remember? I think it was $42,000. Wow. And I, we're not going to be able to do all of it. I sure. don't think I'm, I'm hopeful, but that would almost quadruple the record of donations that we set in October. So we're trying to think outside of the box. And one of those ways was a silent auction. So I leveraged my relationship with many of our great vendors and they came through in a big way. Uh, we have a lot of really cool things that we've been auctioning off and every Friday of the month auctions end. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've got auctions ending, um, assuming this comes out next week, we've got auctions ending on the 22nd, a lot of really cool things like big bump box speakers, mini coolers, just lots of really cool stuff. Yeah. And, you know, people have taken notice and we don't even have to mention it. And people stop over and take a look at things and throw bids out. It's it's a fun thing to see. And, That's awesome. And everybody's happy to do it because you're getting something cool and supporting the senior center at the same time. So right. it's a win win for our customers and, yeah. uh, and for the senior center. So talking about those silent auction items, I think I saw some golf clubs there the other day, some coolers, mm-hmm. um, some chairs, like lounge chairs. Yeah. Um, football kind of geared stuff. Yeah. Heated. Heated. Camping chairs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. There's <laughs> there's a lot of really cool things. They, these uh, these companies, they'll put their brand on cool stuff. and Yeah. yeah Get it out there. Yeah. It's awesome. So do you know what the total fundraising is up to right now? Yeah. As of the 14th, uh, we're over $4,400. Awesome. And uh, we had one big donation uh, totaling about $1,000. So the rest of that is basically rounding up and um, signing up for our wine club memberships too. All the money that we raised from that is going to the senior center as well. So it's mostly like 
10 cents at a time that's got us to that point. So our, the community's doing a great job. I'm so thankful for them. Cause they are, yeah. Many times they'll say yes before I even finish asking the question. Like, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> very so, generous. Yes, that's great. Very generous. So since you brought up the wine club membership, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. The wine club membership uh, is typically $25 a year. Uh, for the rest of this month, it's only $15, all that money going directly to the senior center. Uh, the customers can save 15% on all of their wine purchases, regularly priced wine purchases throughout the year. They get free access to the wine club events that we have. We do those every three to four months. Uh, the last couple have been at Farmtown Brew Hall. And we just call in vendors. It's more than wine. We have beer vendors. We have liquor vendors. Uh, so you have a wide variety of things to taste at those events. And you get in for free. So Very cool. Perfect. So I've noticed the last couple events for the wine tastings have been at a new location, Farmtown Brew Hall. Mm -hmm. Are you planning on having it at other locations this year? Yeah, yeah. We had uh, traditionally done it at Celts, and the event, I, I did two of them at Celts, and I know it had been held there before, and I just wanted to add another layer of excitement to it. Sure. So my plan was to do kind of a rotating event schedule, so we'll do some at Celts, some at Farmtown Brew Hall. We had discussed with uh, the Glenhaven, um, with Glenhaven to see if they would be interested in doing something like that too. But in the summer months, I would like to do it at the store and call out some food trucks and utilize nachos right next door to us uh, for a food option. Because how cool would it be to have it just right outside our store? Very cool. Do you have anything that you want to add? Make sure to follow us on Facebook. We do regular updates on there with new product releases. Uh, when we get limited edition runs, we post things on there. A few people have been asking us if we're starting a list for allocated bourbons and whiskeys. And instead of creating a list and just calling people one by one, uh, I'm just going to put them directly on the shelves. So if you're hunting for some rare whiskey, stop in because... I'm just going to put it on the shelves when we get them. Yeah. That's just, uh, it's just a cool thing because those, those guys and gals, they're hunters for that type of stuff. They'll stop into every liquor store in a 20-mile radius just hoping to find one of these rare bourbons, a Buffalo Trace or Blanton's. If we get them, they're going to be on the shelf. So that's one thing I'd like everybody to know. So they go pretty quickly then, huh? Oh, very quickly. Very quickly. I've been here since August, and we've got maybe six bottles of allocated stuff, and they just show up. Wow. Our, our, our vendor just sends them when they have them, and it's usually one or two bottles at a time. So it's, it's really hard to find stuff. Wow, cool. Yeah. Well, that's all I have for you. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Lauren. Thank you. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. Do it again next week. Fun. Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Farmington. Thank you so much to Josh for being our guest today and for talking about all of the awesome things going on at Farmington Liquors. Before I sign off today, I just wanted to touch base on a few things coming up. On Saturday, April 23rd, from 9.30 to 11 a.m., Vermilion River Day is going on at Rambling River Park. Farmington High School environmental science learners want to celebrate and bring awareness to the Vermilion River. Local resident Jackie Dooley sent them a project proposal for creating interest in education about the Vermilion River during Farmington's sesquicentennial. What's going to be going on at Vermilion River Day? Well, they are going to have a few stations. So they'll have a tree station, a river station, tactile station, arts and crafts station, insect observation, and an explorer station. 
If you're looking for something to do on Saturday, April 23rd, go down to Rambling River Park and check it out. The Rambling River Center Arts and Crafts Fair is coming up on Saturday, April 30th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Schmitz Mackey Arena. So come on out and check out all of the cool arts and crafts that people are going to be selling and showing off. Coming up on Saturday, May 21st from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., the police department open house will be going on. Uh, if you want to check out the police department and take a tour, if you want to check out the bounce houses, they're going to have some cop corn, like popcorn, but you know, cop corn. And they're just going to have a lot of cool stations going on. So come on out May 21st. One last thing that I want to mention is the city is looking for election judges for this upcoming November election. So if you are interested in becoming an election judge, the applications are due by June 13th to Cindy Muller. You can visit our website and find more information in the sign-up form. Thanks for listening to another episode of Farmington Feed. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you like to get your podcasts. See you next time.